Our planet is in crisis. The climate is collapsing. A great extinction is taking place now. Our species has created this crisis, actively poisoning our own habitat for trivial short-term gain. Leaders and systems everywhere have constantly failed to do anything about the crisis. We are now at Code Red. Survival of our species, the future of our children, and those who share the planet with us is at stake. Can you spare five minutes to save the Earth? Hi, I'm Ray Katz. This episode, the first episode of Season 3 of the podcast, is called Tentative Future Climate Actions. We've been working on plans to change and save the world from climate collapse. Somebody needs to do it. And authorities everywhere have failed. They continue to talk a good game while turning the heat up on the earth. They find this approach to be profitable. And that is insane. Anyway, their failures leave the heavy lifting to us, the ordinary sane people of the planet. The people who love the earth, love their children, and respect nature. The people who aren't so obsessed with money and power that they're willing to commit the sixth great extinction to acquire more. We are the people who recognize that to destroy the planet you live on is literally insane. We won't let our planet be ruined by the actions of the insane. We will save the earth. We will save ourselves, save our crazy adversaries, and most important, save our children and all the species that share this planet with us. And the obvious question is, how? How we save the earth. This is a new movement, our movement, a movement of people who are not natural activists, This is a movement of people who were simply living their lives, taking care of their responsibilities, and trying to overcome personal challenges. We are that movement, the sane and caring people of Earth. We call ourselves saners, and our movement is the saners' movement. While we were minding our business, taking care of our responsibilities, the authorities in government and business were failing in their responsibilities, and failing catastrophically. They couldn't do the minimum required by any government to ensure that a habitable planet is handed over to the next generation. And this isn't the failure of just one government. Every government on Earth has failed. Not a single one has eliminated the use of fossil fuels. All were warned by NASA climate scientist James Hansen in 1988, more than 35 years ago. Not one heeded his warning, not one. Fossil fuel use is at record levels and increasing. Whatever nonsense we are hearing about investments in clean energy, about financial incentives, about new technology, about targets, about carbon credits, it's all bullshit because the only thing nature responds to is chemistry and biology and physics. Nature doesn't give a crap about politics and economics. And up to now, we've been trusting the authorities, but that time is over. We won't trust them. We can't trust them. They have failed. For the most part, governments are working in league with fossil fuel companies and with Wall Street, and this deadly public-private partnership is a weapon of mass destruction aimed at our children. 
We can remain silent and let them kill our children, leaving them to scavenge for food and shelter on a purposely ruined planet. Or we can take control and stop the insanity. We, the Saners, have opted for the latter. Ah, but how? How can the powerless overcome the powerful? How can we defeat governments and ultra-wealthy corporations and billionaires? The answer is, this is a puzzle that has been solved. The powerful have been defeated many times, and the best way to do that is the approach pioneered and polished by Gandhi, by Martin Luther King, by Cesar Chavez, and others. It is an assertive form of nonviolence called satyagraha. We will use their tried and true methods to take the initiative, to drive events rather than simply reacting to them. We will use moral force, probably the most underrated power in the world, to mobilize more than a billion people who will defeat the insanity by refusing to cooperate. We won't be divided by ideology or anything else. We are united in one simple purpose, to save the earth. Oh, and to make this happen, we will also need to respect, assert, and insist on recognizing the humanity of everyone. Because pitting people against each other is the only way that the insane Petra profiteers can win. In the course of saving the earth, we will also be demonstrating that love does, in fact, conquer hate. We love humanity. We love nature and the earth. We love our children. And all this love is far more powerful than the petty greed and power lust of a few thousand insane people. Those powerful people are powerful only, only as long as we empower them, as long as we respect their authority, as long as we obey their orders and wishes. But our movement is one of non-cooperation. Our actions will start small and build from there. That's because we are starting off with small numbers. But our message, our approach, our aims, and our causes will be irresistible to literally billions of people who will learn that they are not powerless, that they are not doomed, that they can save their children. They can save the earth. And what will the actions be? What are we planning now? Well, actions must be tailored to what the situation is, the number of people we have, and all kinds of other current factors. The Gandhi method isn't a formula, it's more of a framework. It must be adjusted to the specific situation, the specific objectives. Our movement follows in the footsteps of giants, but it will, of necessity, be our movement. We will have moments of brilliant success and dismal failure, but with persistence, we will succeed. Some of our ideas are symbolic actions. Others are more direct challenges to authority, more direct assertions of our power. These will naturally escalate from smaller actions to bigger ones, and in the end, authorities everywhere will have no choice. They will either enact our demands or step step aside in favor of people who will. However it happens, we will have a worldwide emergency program led by climate scientists to make the maximum effort to prevent climate collapse and repair whatever can be repaired. And since scientists understand that we are not yet doomed, we have a pretty good chance of success. We would be foolish to not give it our best effort. So, so here's the ideas. 
This is the first one, probably the first one we will enact, delivering our demand. And I never get tired of repeating our demand. We demand an immediate worldwide emergency program led by climate scientists to end fossil fuels, end climate abuse, and repair our planet. One action, probably our first public action, will be to deliver this message to authorities and media in the most photogenic way we can. Various small groups of seniors will approach government offices, media offices, corporate offices of oil companies and Wall Street, and institutions like the United Nations and the World Court to hand-deliver our message. We will send well-behaved, formally-dressed people to deliver our message with dignity. We will make photos and videos of these deliveries and post them all over the internet and social media, we will make flyers with these images and post them on walls and telephone poles. We will be seen, and that's our first step. This action will put the authorities of the world on notice and will let concerned parents and others everywhere know that they can do something, that there is a group that cares and understands. So this action will grow our movement. This will be still a relatively small action, and media and others will try to ignore us, but we will do all we can and get ready for the next steps. The next step could be declaring a climate emergency. We will go to those same authorities again, this time doing something they've all failed to do. We will declare a planet-wide climate emergency and repeat our demand. We will invite everyone who's sane and caring to join us and let them know how. We will invite our adversaries to see the light, to care for, instead of kill, their own children and their grandchildren by joining us in an effort to prevent climate collapse. We will, again, take photos and videos and post them everywhere. People will be given this message. We, the same caring people of Earth, declare a worldwide climate emergency. We do this in the continued failure of authorities everywhere who did the opposite of what climate scientists warned us was necessary. Instead of slashing fossil fuel use, they increased it. They repeated this foolish and insane behavior consistently for 35 years following the warning. We do not respect those authorities and we will not obey them. We invite every sane and caring person on the planet, especially parents, to work together to disobey those authorities and to grind everything to a halt until climate scientists are put in charge of a no-holds-barred program to slash fossil fuels and to do whatever else is necessary at this late date to ensure that our children have a habitable earth. And again, the authorities will have been warned a second time. We will recruit more people and build our movement. And here's another action we might take, one that would follow nicely on our declaration of a climate emergency. This is called Sick Out Fridays. This will be our first real action, not just symbolic, one that the authorities will feel the effects of. We will begin asserting our power. You see... Powerful people have no real power. They get their power from our obedience. Yes, they can coerce, but they don't create anything. They don't do the work. Ordinary people like us do everything. So when we refuse to work, they are in trouble. 
And this next action won't be for everybody, but enough people will participate to make our power felt. We will call in sick on Fridays. We will announce that in solidarity of the children whose movement Fridays for Future involves millions of children skipping school on Fridays in protest of climate inaction, we will be calling in sick on Fridays. Now, this is a riskier action. Employers can take revenge. So some people will be willing to do this and some won't. Some will be willing to call in sick every Friday. Some will do it once a month or maybe even just once. But every sick out is an assertion of power. And we will work to get more and more people doing this more and more frequently. It's impossible to know how effective this will be. The ideal outcome would culminate in a worldwide general strike and full capitulation by authorities and the establishment of our climate emergency measures that we require. I'm expecting less, but I believe that this will be a a good step, another step, a very useful one. And here's another potential real action. I call this one tax delay. Like the sick out Fridays, this tactic involves some personal risk, but not much. I think we'll get a fair amount of participation, especially if the sick out Fridays work out well. This is how tax delay works. The Saners deliver another message, hand-delivered, in person, with photos and videos and everything posted on the internet, on walls, everywhere. And the new message and action is this. Authorities everywhere have failed to do their jobs. We aren't paying them for not doing their jobs. Our taxes are not free money. They are payment for services. The authorities have failed in their most basic responsibility to hand over a habitable planet to our children. And so, we will be delaying our tax payments by one day for each of the 35 years that authorities failed to do their jobs. Forget April 15th. In America, the government will be getting our checks more than a month later. And the same will happen in countries around the world. Saners won't give their money to losers who fail at their jobs, who don't meet even their most fundamental responsibilities. We invite taxpayers everywhere on earth to join us. Delay your tax payments for 35 plus days and put a note in with your checks when you mail them in mid to late May. Let the governments of the world know that uh, the payment is intentionally late and that next year, if you continue to fail, We won't be paying taxes at all. Now, not everyone will participate. This is a bit risky, but we aren't evading taxes. We are simply delaying them. Cracking down harshly on us with arrests would look very bad and probably double the membership of the Saners movement. I don't know, but I suspect the authorities would try to downplay this Saners action. If governments try to collect penalties for late payment... We should refuse to pay. Again, some of us will do this. Others won't be prepared to challenge the government in this way. But every effort we make is useful, increases our power, and allows everyone to see that the authorities can be challenged. This could be a very important action. What else? While we're trying to come up with additional actions, ideally actions that participants can contribute to at minimal personal risk, with others choosing to take bigger risks. What's your idea? And how could we revise the ideas already outlined here to make them more effective? Send us your thoughts. Send them directly to me at this email address, ray, that's R-A-Y, 
at wearesaners.org. Thanks for listening. I'm Ray Katz. We have 8 billion people on the planet. Too many people. At least 1 billion of us are aware of the crisis we face and desperately want to help. But we feel alone, anxious, and powerless. But we are not alone. Find the others. Tell them we can do this. We can work together. We can change things. In fact, only we can do this. Talk with the others. Tell them about this podcast. Let's get together. Let's find our way. Let's take five minutes to save the earth.